Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, we're following a number of big headlines, including severe weather and a major blow to Donald Trump's battle over classified documents seized from Mar-a-Lago. The newest setback for the former president. CBS's Scott McFarland reports tonight on Trump's claim a president can declassify documents just by thinking about it. Russian men flee the country. Thousands head to the border to escape Vladimir Putin's draft. Plus, CBS's Deborah Patter shows us what was once the headquarters for Russian soldiers. They fled in such a hurry, it's like a museum of panic. Mortgage rates nearly double. CBS's Elaine Quijano on how the American dream is turning into a nightmare. Almost feels like it's impossible to, 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 to buy a home. Hurricane Fiona continues to wreak havoc, now heading towards Bermuda. And there's concern tonight about another storm that could hit the Gulf Coast next week. And Eye on America, CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti reports on the natural resource helping an Idaho mining town come back to life. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you so much for joining us on this busy Thursday night. I'm Jerika Duncan in for Nora. Tonight, the federal investigation into the top secret documents seized from Donald Trump's Florida home has resumed. The 11th Circuit Court of Appeals ruled in favor of the Justice Department and criticized the former president's argument that the documents had been declassified. But in his first interview since the FBI search, the former president doubled down on that claim, saying just by thinking about it, he could declassify documents. 
Also new tonight, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, Jenny, agreed to an interview with the House panel investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol. The committee wants to speak with Thomas about her possible efforts to help overturn the 2020 election. CBS's Scott McFarland will start us off tonight from the Justice Department. Scott, good evening. Jerika, CBS News has learned the Justice Department has resumed its investigation of those records seized from Mar-a-Lago as the number of investigations in the former president's legal peril continue to grow. The latest in a series of setbacks for former President Trump. Trump. The three-judge appeals court panel in a unanimous ruling repudiated federal judge Eileen Cannon's decision to freeze the investigation. The 11th Circuit saying Cannon's court abused its discretion and that the public has a strong interest in ensuring that the storage of the classified records did not result in exceptionally grave damage to the national security. An almost embarrassing uh, rebuke uh, and overrule of the lower court's decision. Uh, the court made it clear uh, that it sees no reason for the former president to have any possessory interest in the classified documents he had in his personal possession in the basement of his golf club. The judges also said Trump offered no proof to his claims he declassified the records and called the issue a red herring, that even if Trump had declassified the records, the documents wouldn't belong to him. Shortly before the ruling, the former president went a step further. If you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it. Trump also seemed to undercut his original claim the documents were taken to Mar-a-Lago by accident, telling Fox News. Because you're sending it to Mar-a-Lago or to wherever you're sending it. Adding to the legal peril with investigations spanning from Florida to Georgia to D.C. to New York, the bombshell lawsuit from New York's attorney general, accusing Trump and his children of lying for years about his wealth and his company. This was just a continuation of a witch hunt. And now the January 6th Select Committee is preparing for a Wednesday hearing to show more of their findings. Donald Trump, uh, a man of considerable political talent, who is essentially lawless and ungovernable and incorrigible. So I see him as a one-man crime wave. CBS News has learned Jenny Thomas, wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, has agreed to an interview with the committee. Her personal efforts to help overturn the election, a key focus for the panel. Meanwhile, the special master in the Mar-a-Lago case today said Trump's lawyers have until the end of the month to raise any disputes about the items seized, including whether they believe the FBI lied about what was taken. The former president has claimed the government planted documents that weren't actually there. Jerika? Scott McFarland for us at the Justice Department tonight. Thank you. Now to some severe weather. While Hurricane Fiona continues to track north towards Bermuda, forecasters are concerned about the next storm that is expected to impact the U.S. Gulf Coast next week. Let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening to you, Chris. Good evening, Jerika. Eyes on the Caribbean. There's an area of disturbed weather, an investigation area. The National Hurricane Center giving this area of disturbed weather a high chance of development into a depression or a tropical storm in the next couple of days, the next day or two, really. And it could form here and strengthen in a big way in the Caribbean. So you need to pay attention from the Gulf, Gulf Coast to the East Coast. Meanwhile, watching and waiting in Bermuda for a Category 4 hurricane, Hurricane Fiona going to get very close. And as the storm does move off to the north, 
Jerika, it is possible this could be a historic storm for Canada. Definitely be watching that. Thank you, Chris. Overseas now, Russia's call-up of 300,000 reserve troops to fight in Ukraine has sparked outrage across the country. Tonight, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky called on Russians to protest, saying fight back, run away, or surrender. CBS's Deborah Pata is in Kyiv, where Ukraine's army is reclaiming territory fast. No time to dodge this bullet. In scenes shown on Russian television, only tearful farewells as civilians called up to fight in Vladimir Putin's war said their goodbyes to loved ones. Those that could try to leave the country to avoid conscription, traffic backed up at several Russian border exits. Many of these reserve soldiers have never fought in a war let alone one that has even hardened Russian fighters fleeing positions like this one in Kharkiv. The men of Senior Lieutenant Taras Berezovet's Special Forces Brigade led the charge during Ukraine's offensive here, tricking Russian troops into thinking it would take place in the south of the country. Instead, they hit a Russian base here in northern Nova Husarivka, surprising soldiers playing poker. This is where Russian troops set up their headquarters. And you can see, look around, they fled in such a hurry, it's like a museum of panic. Commanders escaped first, abandoning their troops in a nearby trench, where we still found a pot of food and religious icons. And the Ukrainian uh, forces effectively attacked uh, Russians not uh, from the front. They've been outflanked and uh, that explains... And outsmarted? And outsmarted. They were fleeing from, from here, just like rats. This was supposed to be one of Russia's elite units. It collapsed in a matter of hours on the first day of the offensive. Putin begins referendums in occupied territories as early as tomorrow to push through a vote to become part of Russia, upping the ante even more. Jerika? Deborah Pata in Kyiv, thank you for your reporting. Back here at home, Americans are starting to feel the impact of the Federal Reserve's latest interest rate hike. Mortgage rates are now at the highest level since 2008. The 30-year fixed rate has almost doubled this year from January's 3.22 percent to today's 6.29 percent. Well, in tonight's Money Watch, CBS's Elaine Quijano reports on buyers who worry owning a home may soon be out of reach. I do like the neighborhood. Bernard and Anna Busico started house hunting in suburban New Jersey more than a year ago. What's it like in this market as a first-time home buyer? Uh, almost feels like it's impossible to, 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 to buy a home. The prices are still way too high for what you're going to get. Those high prices, along with high mortgage rates and low inventory, have put many homes out of reach for prospective buyers. Realtor Hope Rosenberg sees it with some of her own clients. Your first-time home buyer and your step-up buyer are being most affected. The step-up buyer who will currently sell in this market will get a lot of money for their home, but they are going to be paying a premium for their next home. The median existing home price in August was nearly $400,000, an almost 8% jump from August of 2021. So for a $300,000 mortgage, the monthly payment would be $1,855, $554 more than at the end of last year. CBS so News business story, analyst Jill Schlesinger. The pace of the increase is pretty stunning 
at a time when home prices have not really fallen yet. The Busikos say they're committed to finding that perfect home for their family of four. What would buying a home for the first time mean for you? So <laughs> it's part I'm, of the American dream. It's part That's of the American right. dream. And you, right. you know, you want that little piece, you know, your land. So you always have something that you can give it to your kids. While interest rates are the highest they've been in 14 years, Jerika analysts say it's a long way from the 14 or even 16 percent rates seen in the 1980s. Very good point made, uh, Elaine Quijano Force in New York. Thank you. Today, the U.S. hit Iran's so-called morality police with new sanctions. Violent protests have erupted across Iran following the arrest of a young woman who died in police custody after she was accused of violating rules on head coverings. At least 17 people have been killed in the protests. Well, conspiracy theorist Alex Jones testified in a Connecticut courtroom today, less than 20 miles from the site of one of the worst school massacres in U.S. history. For years, he falsely claimed the mass shooting was fake. Now Sandy Hook families want him to pay for spreading lies. Here's CBS's Nikki Batiste. Alex Jones sat before the very judge he previously called a tyrant. And you actually use that word a lot with your audience. You call people tyrants, don't you? Only when they act like it. Sandy Hook. The InfoWars host is trying to limit the financial damages Judge Barbara Bellis ordered Jones must pay for promoting lies about the Sandy Hook massacre. You acknowledge that among the things that you said about Sandy Hook was that it was fake, yes? Yes. Synthetic? Yes. Manufactured? Yes. With actors? Yes. The lawsuit claims Sandy Hook families and a first responder at the massacre were harassed and even threatened after the InfoWars host called the murders of 20 children and six adults a hoax. David Wheeler, who lost his six-year-old son, Benjamin, testified Wednesday. People were, you know, accusing me of lying, telling me Ben never lived, uh, telling me that I was going to burn in hell. Last month, Alex Jones was ordered to pay nearly $50 million to another Sandy Hook family. The damages in this case could be even higher, and Jones faces a third trial later this year. Jerika? All right, Nikki Batiste for us tonight. Thank you. With less than 50 days until the midterm elections, the latest CBS News battleground tracker poll finds two very close races in Georgia. Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock leads with GOP, his GOP opponent, former NFL star Herschel Walker, 51 to 49, while Republican Governor Brian Kemp in a highly anticipated rematch with Democrat Stacey Abrams leads that race by just six points. Here's CBS's Nicole Killian. And so I want you to know, Cobb County, that I'm ready. I say I'm going to represent Georgia. In battleground Georgia, the Senate race is shaping up as a clash between personality and partisan politics. Why do you think this race is so close? I'm going to stay focused on working for the people. According to CBS News Battleground tracker, Democratic incumbent Senator Raphael Warnock gets favorable marks on character and experience compared to GOP challenger Herschel Walker. I believe Reverend Warnock is the better candidate. The race has turned increasingly divisive, with both candidates recently agreeing to debate. If you're not ready for a debate, you're not ready. And he's that preacher, he's a smart man, wear these nice suits, so he's going to show up and embarrass me at the debate. 
the Trump-backed Heisman Trophy winner has been plagued by gaffes and accused of lying about his past, though he insists he's been transparent. I haven't seen any politician who's a saint. In the race for governor, the state of the economy drives voters with more than half saying it's going well in Georgia compared to the rest of the country, giving Governor Brian Kemp a six-point edge over rival Stacey Abrams. I'm going to run on my record. We've got a great economy here in the state of Georgia. Abrams is seeking a rematch after narrowly losing to Kemp and helping the state flip twice for Democrats in the past two years. How confident are you that this same playbook will help you again? With the erosion of voting rights, with the erasure of reproductive rights, I know that people are animated. In a state bracing for record turnout with early voting just a few weeks away. Nicole Killian, CBS News, Atlanta. An old mining town in Idaho has found new life thanks to one of mankind's essential resources, water. Well, in tonight's Eye on America, CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti takes a look at how a natural spring is revitalizing a community. Hidden in Idaho's White Knob Mountains. What is this over here? That is the Cossack Compressor Building. You'll find what's left of the copper and silver mines that first put the small town of Mackey on the map. There was... Over 1,200 people living on this mountain. How many people live there now? Just squirrels. <laughs> Mayor Wayne Olson brought us here to see his town's past and in the valley below, what he hopes is its future. Water, sustainably harvested from a local spring, bottled and recycled American sourced aluminum at this Mackey plant, and shipped around the country by people like sixth generation Mackeyan Kelvin Krosh. Our water is second to none, uh, just the taste and the natural purification. Locally, it's celebrated for helping bring new life to a town that, like its mines, nearly shuddered. The city was about to, you know, have to close the school down because there wasn't anything here and not enough students in school. Proud Source co-founder and Mackey native Ryan Donahue asked his friend C.J. Pennington for help. And it wasn't from a place of, hey, I have a great business idea and I'm going to go make all this money. Come, come join me. It was... I need to create 10 jobs. In 2016, the city offered them a license for water access and a five-year incentive, create five full-time jobs while using no more than 5% of the spring's water, and the city would give them the deed for the land. How many jobs now? We have 32 in Mackey, and I think we're the largest employer in Mackey as well. Not bad for a town of 500. This year, the company projects sales of $50 million. And there's been a ripple effect. Last year's senior graduating class was more than double the one just three years earlier. We've got uh, quite a few new families. We've got a lot of new construction going around. I love to hear hammers and saws because that means there's progress. Progress for an old mining town from a new source of pride. Brian America, Jonathan Vigliotti, Mackey, Idaho. Still ahead on tonight's CBS Evening News, what caused these sparks to fly from this United Airlines jet? Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure. 
how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A United Airlines flight had to circle back to Newark International Airport Wednesday night after sparks and debris shot out of the plane shortly after takeoff. The Boeing 777 circled over the ocean for nearly two hours to burn off fuel before safely making an emergency landing. Tonight, a California man is banned for life from flying American Airlines and is facing criminal charges. He was caught on camera punching a flight attendant Wednesday during a flight from Mexico to Los Angeles. Passengers subdued the man for the rest of the flight. The injured flight attendant was taken to a hospital. Well, coming up next, a major recall at Tesla impacting more than a million cars. A man who once ran Mississippi's welfare agency pleaded guilty today to federal charges in the largest public corruption case in the state's history. John Davis admitted to misspending millions of dollars that were supposed to help needy families. Others linked to the scandal include retired NFL quarterback Brett Favre and former Mississippi Governor Phil Bryant. Tesla is recalling more than a million vehicles in the United States. The world's largest electric vehicle manufacturer says there's problems with the automatic windows. The window could continue closing when something is in the way. The recall covers certain models between the years of 2017 and 2022. Those vehicles need an online software update. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Finally tonight, eight-year-old Cooper Roberts is back at home after being severely injured during the shooting on the 4th of July parade in Highland Park, Illinois, that killed seven. Roberts' parents made the announcement saying they were filled with gratitude, love, and wholeness now that Cooper has returned home to his twin brother, four sisters, and his French bulldog, George. Cooper had numerous surgeries and months of rehabilitation after the shooting, which paralyzed him from the waist down. Glad to hear that he's home. Well, that is tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell and all of us here, I'm Jerika Duncan in the nation's capital. Have a great night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.